This is Scott Vanderplu, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 19. Thank you for joining me once more on this monthly look at all things AE, taking from the written format of the website to this spoken word. This time around this month, we're going to be looking at what occurred in May 2018. No specific focus on a topic for this month, just the uh, just a month of information and oddities, I'd have to say. Um, the month began with uh, TCAF. Uh, I'm in Southern Ontario, as I think I've mentioned before, and I went to the Toronto Comic Arts Festival. Um, it's a great show. Always uh, lots of uh, smaller publishers present, and Fantagraphics was present. So I got, a hara- I got to harass uh, Jack Cohen, the uh, PR manager for Fantagraphics. And I asked her if uh, there was anything coming up, and uh, she did say that their next studio edition would be about Robert Crumb, but that there was nothing scheduled. It could be one year, it could be two years. There's, it's just in the works. So some nice information, but don't hold your breath for the book to arrive. My other question was, why can't they release uh, printing numbers? I understand why they won't release sales numbers, but why won't they even release a printing number? She said they want people to believe that millions of copies are selling and there's millions of copies available. So that's apparently it. I don't think as a consumer I'm ever going to get print run information. So we'll have to wait and see about that. Or do we just have to accept the fact that those that information will just never be forthcoming? I think we're probably going to have to go with that. The other oddity this month was the, uh, I'll jump ahead, the previous catalog uh, came out online as it always does the third week, the third Wednesday of the month, and then the print edition comes out the fourth Wednesday of the month, and there were no AE format books solicited uh, in this catalog, so uh, it's been a while since IDW didn't solicit anything, so here it is, maybe this is their opportunity to play catch up, and catch up on all those wonderful artist editions that have been announced but haven't been released yet. I know I'm looking forward to that for sure. Um, let's talk shipping changes. Um, a lot of changes, actually. When I look at the Artist Edition, uh, Gallery Edition, Original Art Archives Index, still named too long, but I hesitate to change it now because it's sort of ingrained as being that way. But uh, Frank Cho's Savage Wolverine Artist Edition has been moved to June 13th. Uh, I just saw the uh, IDW retailer newsletter listing June 13th, and that book wasn't listed, so I take that date with a grain of salt. Thicker Than Blood Collected Artwork Edition. That's a Kickstarter. I got the Kickstarter notification that um, they finally confirmed my address, so the book should be coming soon. And its scheduled release date through Diamond has been changed to June 20th. Jack Kirby's Heroes and Monsters Artist Edition has been changed to July 18th. And uh, yesterday, Scott Dunbeer posted a picture uh, on Facebook of him holding the uh, proof pages of that edition. So I don't know if he approved that recently. Does that really get printed and shipped to the United States in six weeks? I don't know about that. We'll see. 
Jim Starlin's Marvel Cosmic Artifact Edition also moved to July 18th, which makes me question because they never release two books on the same week. So will that get moved as well? That's our shipping changes for this month. As I said, there's nothing solicited new this month, so no new additions to the chart. I do hope people uh, have been enjoying the uh, graphic on the top of the upcoming books chart. I added uh, small covers of every book in the order that they're being released so people can have a quick visual of what's coming up or what hasn't been released yet. Um, I made a few changes to the site. Um, there's no more a, an updated uh, date in the text, in the body of the posts, and then the original posted date is in the title. Um, I've just changed it the, to the updated date. Uh, that seems to be working better for Google on searches. I noticed as I update posts, I like to go through and make every post, make sure every review at least is updated once a year or once every 18 months. And those update dates weren't showing in Google. It was still showing the original published date. So even though I had updated something in the last three months, its date on Google was showing as 2015. So I made that change to the site. So if you're looking for when it was originally published, you can email me and ask me if that's important to you and I will tell you. But otherwise, the update date is going to be what's there from now on. And I've gone back to manually adding the updated date for the index page. Uh, as well, um, for those who support me on Patreon, the uh, I've reached $50 in patrons and it's mostly to um, my biggest fan slash patron, uh, Andreas. Thanks, Andreas. And uh, that means that at that dollar level, I will start adding video reviews. I have not decided whether I'm going to add video reviews to the posts and make them patron, Patreon patron only, which is an option on the site, or whether I'll just add video reviews to each review. I don't want to do a separate video review where I am doing the exact same review on video as opposed to what I've already done in paper. I would prefer to put the book up, um, flip through the pages, maybe size comparison, um, talk about the book a little bit, maybe try and add something. Yes, add some of what I've written in the review, but also add something a bit about the spoken just maybe some thoughts that I didn't feel fit in exactly in the review. Maybe give it a little more color. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I, um, I'm still going to be using my phone. I, I use my phone now for the photos. As I said uh, on the uh, Patreon, if I get to the $100 mark, I'll buy a, a good digital camera and set up a permanent shooting area. But right now I use my phone, which is uh, I've got an iPhone 8 Plus right now, and that's what I use for the photos. And I'll use that uh, for the video as well. Um, I'm going to get a uh, phone clamp for my uh, tripod, and then I'll do that. I'm still trying to figure out how to do it. Of course, I'm going to have the brown paper in behind the book, but uh, i got to figure out some sort of stand, stand up, something like that. Um, the videos won't be put on YouTube. I'm going to either put them on Vimeo and then add them to the reviews, or I'm going to use uh, something else locally. And post just post maybe to the site and then just add them. I don't like I said I don't want standalone. I don't really want to put it on YouTube and invite comments. That's not what I'm interested in. So look for those coming soon. Let's look at our monthly uh, what is what here uh, solicitations. Unfortunately, we already talked about that. So let's move into sales. One book was released in April. 
and that was Joe Kubert's Tarzan and the Lion Man Artist Edition. And uh, it didn't make the chart. So the chart's top 300. The last item in the chart was 322. So it sold less than 322 copies. Um, this is the third Tarzan Kubert Artist Edition. It was awesome. Uh, I think I talked about it last month a little bit. I did the review this month, so we'll talk about it a little bit more in a few minutes. But I found it was a really nice book, and it deserved more attention, I think, than what it got. Uh, going to out-of-print sales, um, which, again, I'll interject some news there. It's on the uh, Omnibus uh, Facebook group that I'm on, uh, someone mentioned that uh, they contacted Scott Dunbeer, and he said there would be a second print of the Bernie Wrights and Artifact Edition. Uh, we haven't seen that official, so take it with a grain of salt, but... Let's hope that uh, that occurs because they did release those two covers and they're both sold out. So it would be wonderful to see that being reprinted. Of course, it would be wonderful to see David Mazzuchelli's Daredevil Born Again Artist Edition reprinted since that seems to be uh, the hottest book on the back issue market. All right, having said that, let's look at eBay sales for April. Uh, going in alphabetical order, uh, only mentioning those that sold. Three copies, Bernie Wrights and Artifact Edition. I just, I'm just lumping the covers together at this point. Um, average 183.16. Ouch. Maybe that's why people are anxious for a second printing, because that was 125 uh, US cover price. Uh, one copy of Dave Mazzucchelli's Daredevil Born Again Artist Edition sold for $280. Eesh, there's another one. I've got two copies. Maybe it's time for me to put my one copy up on eBay. I'll think about that. ElfQuest Gallery Edition, two copies sold, $45. I mean, this is a, there's a book that's been on Amazon clearance on Amazon to see for a while. And uh, it doesn't seem to get any, any love there on uh, eBay either. Gene Colon's Tomb of Dracula Arts Edition, two copies sold, $98. Now, there's a book that went out that was went unavailable from Diamond and then became available again. So check with your local comic shop for that. Uh, two copies, $98, though, um, undercover. Gil Kane's The Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition. Two copies sold, average of $89.49. Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four, The World's Greatest Artist Edition. The best voted artist edition of 2017. Three copies sold, an average of $116.33. Wow. Uh, well under that 150 US cover. John Byrne's Fantastic Four Artist Edition. One copy sold, $99.99. John Romita's The Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition. One copy sold, $79.47. There's some deals to be had here on those older volumes. Two copies of Marvel Covers Artist Edition first print, average 123.38. So there's something a little bit better than cover. One copy of Mike Mignola's Hellboy and Hell and Other Stories Artist Edition for $85. Now there's a book that was selling above cover for a while. The second print came out and that is one of the few artist editions made available in steady supply to Amazon, that second print at 150 cover. So this is a bargain. P. Craig Russell's Strange Dreams Artist Edition. Five copies sold, 86.68 average. Another surprise sellout for a newer book in the Artist Edition format. Sergio Aragona's Grew the Wander Artist Edition. One copy sold, $70. Spawn Vault Edition. Two copies sold, $134.98. There's, uh, there's another book that uh, well undercover. And I keep hoping, beyond hope, that somebody else from Image will release uh, a book in this sort of... Uh, Let's keep the Image Vault editions going. Uh, I know Todd McFarlane is a fan of the AE format, and that's why he did it, but I'd love to see some other creators jump on that and get something out. 
One copy, Star Wars Dark Times Gallery Edition, 4381. One copy of Storenko Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Artist Edition, $155. One copy of Yusagi Ujimbo, The Artist and Other Stories Gallery Edition, 8254. One copy of Walter Simonson's Thor Artist Edition, first print, $87. One copy of Will Eisner's The Spirit Artist Edition, $70. Ugh, those are such amazing deals. And, and the uh, I think we talked about this before. The eBay, these deals are awesome. And if you live in the United States, it's a real treat because you can get these for media mail for about, you know, 10 bucks shipping. Um, you live in Canada and you want to buy one of these, you know, add 60 bucks. So if you're not in the U.S., these eBay deals uh, quickly become not worth it because of the shipping. Um, just a reminder that I've got a, uh, a page called Online Pricing that's linked from the index page, and that lists every book from the index that's uh, with amazon.com.ca and .uk pricing. And if you take a look at that online pricing page, you'll see some real deals, mostly from amazon.ca. Um, I'm just going to, I just clicked it and it's a bit slow to load, but let me just scroll through quickly and see what's what. Um, no. Yeah. A lot of sellouts. I'm surprised. Uh, after saying those great Canadian deals, now I'm seeing that uh, there aren't any great deals. A lot of these books have sold out, which is surprising. Oh, Fantagraphic Studio Edition, uh, Black Hole is 79. Uh, Jaime Hernandez is 96. Uh, Gita, 127. Uh, wow. Uh, Book of Ballads is 70. And the upcoming uh, Prisoner is 59 Canadian. So that's quite a deal considering it's listed as 79 U.S. All right, so the deals weren't uh, that great at this moment, but it's worth checking in uh, every couple weeks. You'll be surprised at the deals available there. All right. We're sort of flying through things here. I need to I need to slow it down or talk slower. Letters. I had a letter. Uh, uh, Rob, uh, Robert, or Rob, a frequent reader, who's followed me from Comic Book Daily, uh, wrote a letter, and I, uh, I'm just going to share it. He said, Hi, Scott. I, too, keep my AEs in their packing boxes, the quality of which has deteriorated to the point that I'm switching boxes between more valued editions with earlier ones for better protection. The biggest issue I found on a consistent basis in the last two years is that the glue holding the folded border simply does not hold the box together. The tabs are also easily damaged, so the lid doesn't even close on several of the cases. Overall, a D as far as my luck goes. I also prefer the letters on the art. That's been an issue since late 90s and early 2000s in the original art market. It's not really a comic book page anymore without the lettering. Times change. Yep, and the fact that they're not being produced on paper anymore. But uh, thanks for that letter, Rob. Um, also wanted to uh, shout out to everybody who's on my uh, email newsletter. Uh, I went through a... Uh, if you... Um, with the GDPR rules, I made some changes to the... Uh, newsletter sign up. Uh, you can always unsubscribe on the bottom of the newsletter. The newsletter goes out once a week on Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern. If there was nothing new, then no newsletter goes out. If uh, those of you wondering why no newsletter last week, it's because I have one consistent post weekly. And for that third week, um, there were no new solicitations, so there was no post. I was going to do a post that said there are no solicitations. But I felt like that was kind of cheating. But on reflection, I probably should have done that. So let me run down the month just for those who uh, want to keep score. 
Week one is the out-of-print sales where I go through the diamond sales and I also go through diamond sales, go through the eBay sales and also go through diamond and check and see what's no longer in stock anymore. That's where I get the stock information for the index page. Week two is the sales numbers from diamond. Week three are the solicitations and then week four is the podcast. So that's pretty well a standard week by week. So we got every week we're guaranteed a post and then we have um, any reviews that occur that month. Well, sometimes, you know, the month is a little lean. So this month, thankfully, we had one new release, which we're, we're going to get to the reviews in a second. But the one new release was Battlestar Galactica. Walter Simonson's Battlestar Galactica original art edition from Dynamite, much the much-delayed book that finally shipped. And then uh, I'm also trying to get to books that aren't a, the exactly uh, AE format, but sort of fall into that category, and that's how I reviewed the art of the Simon and Kirby studio this month, which is a book from 2014, but finally uh, finally got my attention for review. So let's move on to those two reviews. I'll give you the, uh, as always, I'll give you the blurb for Walter Simonson's Battlestar Galactic Art Edition. Sorry, I thought it was original art edition, but it's art edition. Walter Simonson's Battlestar Galactic Art Edition commemorates the master draftsman since shattering work on the Battlestar Galactica comic book series published by Marvel Comics from 1979 to 1981. Truly, the adventures of brash pilots Apollo and Starbuck were never so epic as they were under Simonson's skillful hand as demonstrated in this gorgeous hardcover collection. Scanned in high resolution, color, and printed at original size, Battlestar Galactica Art Edition preserves every detail of the artist's meticulous skill and hard work. Interpreted from scripts by Contributing writers Roger McKenzie, Stephen Grant, Bill Mantlow, Bob Layton, and Simonson himself. 12 by 17, so modern original art size, 104 pages, 150 US. Um, let me comment briefly on that. One, page count, light. Two, price high. Uh, Dynamite, no matter what the size or page count, released these on $150. So like the uh, Jose Gonzalez book was larger. I think it was 15 by 22. And it was 150 bucks, and the Red Sonias were ever shrinking page count. They were all 150 bucks. Uh, the new Best of Vampirella coming out that'll be 150 unless they make a change. All right, let's talk about. So in this book, we had five complete issues. Um, I'm just gonna go zip to my review notes here and see. Uh, if uh, there were any replacement pages. I don't remember if there were any. What interested me most in the table of contents, which, uh, so um, a little light on the uh, on the production of this book. Um, no chapter dividers, really. Uh, there is a nice introduction. Uh, nice title page, nice table of contents, just one single color, a light blue to go with our black and white text. But uh, in this light blue, it says, uh, for the first four issues, let me get the text exact. It says, reproduced from scans of the original art. And then on the fifth issue, it says, reproduced from scans of the letter stats. Um, I'm not exactly sure what that is. What, is. what size were letter stats done? When you compare the issues, you can see them in my uh, review with uh, the review, as always, with copious photos. I didn't think the... Uh, the letter stats pages look that much different. Uh, the lettering, I guess the paste-ups looked a little darker than the rest of the issues. That's, but not completely. I mean, um, so 
yeah, it was hard to say. Uh, I thought they looked pretty good. Uh, there was a page repeated, and thankfully, uh, somebody from the uh, Tapatalk Marvel Masterworks forum uh, had the original issues and went back and noted that the, the, we didn't lose out on a page because of the repeat. It was just a repeat. Not uh, So we got an extra page. But uh, the original account has always been the same, so as I said in the review, that means since production, this page has just been there and uh, nobody noticed. Uh, the reproduction quality is great. These pages look awesome. And uh, it could really almost have been called the uh, Walter Simonson and Klaus Janssen uh, art edition because uh, Janssen does, uh, is it Janssen? Janssen? He does inks on the last four issues of the five, and his inks are so dramatically uh, contrasting to Simonson's inks in the first issue. Uh, he really puts his own stamp on it. You, you, you know Jansen's uh, work. There's no question. You look at it and you go, yeah, that's Jansen. And uh, he really took over the art from uh, Simonson there. I, I do prefer Simonson's own inks over his pencils, and I think the art on the first issue is better than the rest of the issues in the book. Um, no gallery, just you get the five issues with covers, and then the book ends. Like I said, we do get that introduction by uh, Simonson. It's, it's a nice, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a place in time introduction where it puts you sort of in the mind of the creator, what was happening at the time, what was going on. Um, I do find it interesting that all these um, writers are mentioned in the blurb and in the solicitation because the only the writers credited in the book are Walter Simonson and Roger McKenzie. Um, so you sort of got to wonder what happened there. Uh, the other thing is I don't under quite understand Diamond. You know, they, they do, uh, they, they added something to their website and then they never update it. So this book still, sh this book shows, I think it's, it was released. Uh, it shows being released under its original release date of November, which clearly was not the case. It was six months late. But Dynamite doesn't update their website very much. So that's a bit of a knock on Dynamite. Uh, and, of course, I mean, the best of Amparella, moving on to two years late, uh, we just want to see it. I mean, in the back of my mind, I've hoped for the Jose Gonzalez uh, Vampirella edition had a volume one in the title. I just hope and hope that there will be volume two. But uh, the pace of things are going, I'm not sure that's going to happen. Um... Another uh, interesting note about this book is the uh, box is terrible, uh, just like the Tarzan and the Lion Man RS edition box. And in fact, uh, when I stacked them on top of each other, because they're the two newest boxes, they looked exactly the same. And then I looked and I see both books are printed in Korea. And I have a feeling this book and that book were both printed at the same place with the same terrible box. So that's, uh, that's interesting. And that is, uh, that's that. I will most likely start with the newest books for the video review. So I think I may test out my video format with the Simonson Basel Galactica. We'll see. The other book this month, as I said earlier, was The Art of the Simon and Kirby Studio. Uh, released in November 2014. It's 9x12 quarter inches, 384 pages, 60 US from Abrams Comic Arts. This book is just jam-packed, curated, edited by um, Mark Vanier, who worked with Kirby. Um, it's jam-packed with art. Just a ton of stories, lots of splashes, covers. The thing is just awesome. Uh, 
And like I said, unfortunately, it's nine by twelve. But um, you, the art doesn't suffer too much at that size. Um, still looks great. And you know, it's it's moments like these when I look at this book and I think, oh, you know, three hundred eighty-four pages, sixty bucks. This would take, you know, two, uh, if it was full size, 15 by 22, it would be two separate artist editions at 150 bucks a piece. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't want those because I do love looking at the art full size. I just do. It's awesome. But this, this format, this size, uh, the book works. It, it's gorgeous. Um, so much art. And it's not just Simon and Kirby. And they got a lot of other people in there. And there's a really wonderful index at the end uh, credits and notes goes through everything in the book little little information about the stories list of creators you get to see it all it's awesome um, dust jacket that's always a, uh, a downfall for me but um, it is a wonderful wonderful book and of course the best part is it was released in 2014 I see this thing constantly on sale at liquidators and clearance out outlets and you can easily get this, you know, under 20 bucks. It's can be had, no question. So well worth having. Um, go on, check the review, check the images. It's just, a, it's just a gorgeous book. And I'd love to see Abrams Comic Arts do something else. I'd like to see a follow-up. Uh, you know, this most of the stuff seems to have come from the Simon Kirby, from the uh, Simon Kirby, from the Kirby Museum, or from Simonson's. Oh boy, I'm really messing things up. Or from Joe Simon's archives, which there's uh, some information about that. Of and uh, it just, I think it gives the opportunity to maybe future artist editions uh, format books of this art at original size. Just the promise is so great, but just to have this book is wonderful. So well worth it. Um, please pick that up. Uh, there was one additional book published this month, and I'm recording this on uh, the last day of the month, May 31st. So May 30th, uh, a contract, Will Eisner's A Contract with God Curator's Collection was released, and I picked up my copy, and it is two books, slipcased. Uh, one is the pencils, one of the inks. Um, it looks like there's a few pages in there, not from original art, but otherwise it's all from the original art. And the, it looks awesome. I have not had, will not have a chance to review this this month. It will come up on the reviews in June. So look forward to that. Let me uh, recap. Let me recap. The Artist Edition Index is available at aeindex.org and is available on social media at uh, Facebook dot com slash artist edition index or twitter at at ae index uh, we have a patreon set up if you'd like to support the site it's uh, level of a dollar it's the only level i have so please support us if you like what we're doing here like we you know always using the row we it's just me and as well, uh, if you like to support the site but aren't interested in Patreon, please use one of the uh, associate one of the affiliate links on the site to purchase your books if that's convenient for you. Any support for the A index is always appreciated. That's all. Thank you, and we'll talk to you again next month. <laughs>